Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, this is Ivy Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. I'm also the host of Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight, and I'm the editor of the anthology, which you should run out and buy, called Moms Don't Have Time to, a quarantine anthology. All proceeds of that book go to COVID-19 vaccine research. And I'm the editor-in-chief of Moms Don't Have Time to Write, a new publication on Medium, and we're accepting submissions, so please send your personal essays there. And if all that isn't enough, you can follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens, and my website is zibbyowens.com. Okay, now back to this amazing podcast. Victoria Kahn is the author of Rubylicious. She is the author artist of the New York Times bestseller Peterific and four number one New York Times bestselling books, Aqualicious, Emeraldalicious, Silverlicious, and Goldilicious, all of which are next door in my daughter's room right now. She is the artist and co-author of the New York Times bestsellers Pinkalicious and Purplicious also next door. In addition, Victoria co-wrote Pinkalicious the Musical, which premiered in New York City to sold-out audiences, which I saw, and continues to be performed across the country. Victoria is the co-executive producer of Pinkalicious and Peterific on PBS Kids. Her award-winning artwork has graced the covers and pages of many magazines, newspapers, and books. She lives with her husband and two daughters. Welcome, Victoria. Thanks so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss Rubylicious and all your amazing ishes books. <laughs> Oh, thank you for having me. It is an incredible honor to be speaking with you. I'm a huge, huge fan of yours, and and I love listening to your interviews. They they're so stimulating and inspiring for me. So they're really great. So thank you. Thank you. Well, I am such a huge fan of yours, and I am joined here by 
four girls, two were mine, two were friends who were also fans of yours, and they're going to try to behave themselves. No, but I'm not trying. I have to say my older daughter who's here, we I must have read her Pinkalicious what, a thousand times. times. Like We read it a million times, and as each book came out, we were so excited, and we would always wonder what the next book, the color was going to be, and everything. So this is such a thrill to welcome in Rubylicious, which is amazing. A red color. That's so nice. And it's really exciting when, when you start reading a book to your child and then at a certain point you realize they've memorized <laughs> it, right? And I'm sure that happened. And then at another point they start reading it to you and you're like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. It's such a great feeling as a, as a it's parent. Amazing. It's really amazing. So how did you start the series? What were you doing before you started the Pinkalicious series? And how did you come up with the whole thing? So I, I was an editorial illustrator. I did covers for magazines and newspapers, for Harper's Magazine, for Business Week, for the New York Times, for all these publications, for Time Magazine and Newsweek. It was crazy deadlines. Literally, I would get a call from Time Magazine at 12 o'clock on a Friday, which is when I would teach. I taught at SVA. I was teaching my students at SVA. While they were working, I would give them an assignment. I would have to do sketches and fax them to, uh, you know, get them to Time Magazine and then have the finish by five o'clock for the messenger that would pick it up. So it was like crazy, crazy, crazy deadlines, which as a mother, you just can't do. Like there's, there's no way. So when my daughter, Christina, was about three years old and I wrote, I wrote a bunch of children's book ideas, but when she was three years old, she was really, really into the color pink, really. And as, as you may remember from that stage, and she also really liked cupcakes. So I wrote Pinkalicious as an April Fool's Day joke. April Fool's Day is my favorite day of the year. And it's because you get to do, it's basically you make up stories and you try to convince people that they're true. At least that is for <laughs> me. Like it, people, people are afraid of me on April Fool's Day because it's, I always go above and beyond. And so I wrote it as a joke. I wrote this story and I sent it to all of my friends and family and I saying that my daughter had turned pink from eating too many cupcakes, that she had pinkatitis. And I had a friend that was supposed to come over and she, she called her doctor. They were going to have a play date. Our daughters were going to have a play date. She called her doctor and she's like, have you ever heard of pinkatitis? Cause my, we're supposed to go over to somebody's house and my, you know, my friend's daughter has it and I don't want my daughter to get it. Is it contagious? And he said, I've never heard of it. You don't know if it's contagious. You shouldn't go. <laughs> so, so my rule is never to tell anybody it's a joke until the next day. So Christina, my daughter and I had a, you know, even though she was three, we had, we had quite a chuckle over that. And then the next day, you know, I was like, come on over because it was just an April Fool's Day joke. And she happened to be a children's book author and illustrator. She said, you have got to make that into a children's book. So she really encouraged me. And that's, that's how it happened. I was, I was really, really lucky to find an amazing editor and publisher. And, and that's, that was the beginning. I had no idea that it would, it would go on. Wow. That's so exciting. So were you surprised by the success? I mean, it, it took off, right? I mean, did it happen right away? I assume it did, but I don't know. So the, my very first book signing was in New York City at Books of Wonder. And I, you know, we, we were living there and my daughters were going to school and I told everybody, but the line went all the way out and around the block. 
the book, you know, it had just come out that week. And I was like, are these everybody that we know? Like, do we know everybody here? And, you know, primarily we do. <laughs> <laughs> but it, that was just, that was just the beginning. And I remember I was so shy. I was so shy at the time. And I was like, wow, I have to, I have to read my book in front of all of these people. Like, can I do that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it's, it's been a huge growth experience in so many different ways. Wow. I feel like the used to be shy, become a writer track is, is a well, well paved road at this point. I think a lot of people who observe a lot become writers and when they don't, you know, just anecdotally, but no, it's true. You you have to feel very comfortable spending long periods of time alone, especially because I do the artwork too. So the writing is actually the fastest process for me. It's the artwork that takes a really long time. So how, how long does it take for you to write each one of these books? Well, I'm, I'm always working on a lot of different stories. So for a book to come out, it can take years, you know, because I'll write the story, then I'll, I'll do a lot of drafts and then I'll start creating the book dummy and then I'll start creating the art. And, you know, so there's just a big long process. It can take years. Wow. So does that mean you've already written the ones that are going to come out next? Well, I, I, I don't know yet. You know, it, it, it all depends. <laughs> But you've written, you've written some, you just don't know what's next. I have stories and I want them to come out. Okay. God willing, they will come out. <laughs> what are you ever going to run out of colors? No, it's impossible, right? I think the, the, there are so many colors in the world, you know, I mean, I could do chartreuse delicious. That's a bit of a mouthful, wow. but Hey, chartreuse delicious. <laughs> Char- chartreuse delicious. <laughs> what's chartreuse? It's a color. Yeah. It's a yellowy green. It's all delicious. Do you guys have uh, suggestions for which book black should come next? Delicious. Navy delicious. You have a suggestion? Um, Navy delicious. What about black delicious? Like, because yes. favorite color is black. Yellow delicious. Yellow delicious. Yellow delicious. Yeah. White delicious. Oh, those are great ideas. Wait, what those about metallic delicious? Like metallic. They have like gold. gold oh. Silver. Silver. Don't they have silver? Bronze delicious? No, it's platinum. Oh yeah, I have a platinum delicious. Angel delicious. Orange delicious. The thing is, gold kind of goes in the yellow orange category. But I, 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 I love your candy delicious. Candy delicious or cupcake delicious. This, this is my cupcake delicious book. It's a cupcake cookbook. We have that. Yeah. yeah, we have that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, Phoebe has, yeah, she has that. Yeah. Awesome. So great. So does your daughter still read the books? She must be, you know, when did they start coming out? What year was that? Oh, gosh. When was it? It's been 15 years oh, wow. since the first one published. So my daughters really, really helped me with every time I write a story. <laughs> As a matter of fact, my husband said at dinner the other day, well, is this going to be a work dinner or is this going to be a dinner dinner? <laughs> because, you know, and especially with their friends, like they're my focus group. So I'll sit down and I'm like, do you mind if I just read a story and you can tell me what you think? And yeah, they're very helpful. And, and so many of the stories have been inspired by them, you know, Silver, Silverlicious, where Pinkalicious loses her sweet tooth, yes. was really inspired by my daughter because she came up to me and she said, Mommy, Mommy, my sweet tooth came out. Oh, sweet <laughs> and I was like, Oh, well, that's a great idea. Don't you know sweetness comes from the inside? And I had to go sit down and write that story. Oh my gosh. So, what inspired so, Rubylicious? 
Well, Rubylicious, you know, my, my daughters really love the color red. So they were like, what are you going to do for red? And I have to tell you, I really love rocks <laughs> and I love collecting rocks. So, you know, and I, and I love finding rocks and, and I love the whole idea of wishes as well, you know? So it's kind of a genie book, but it's not a genie book because I say it's a genius book because, you know, Pinkalicious finds a rock and she, <laughs> there she, she rubs it and out comes this character named Rocky and Rocky grants them one wish, but only one wish. So uh, unlike a, a genie that would grant many wishes and uh, they, Pinkalicious and Peter, she have to weigh their options wisely. Rocky is very fearful, has a lot of anxiety, you know, and it's like, I don't know if you want to wish for no. that. Like that, that really is not going to be a very good idea. You're wishing for a whole, like a mountain of candy. You know, at one point, Pinkalicious and Peter are like, let's have a lot of candy. And Rocky's like, I really, I don't think, I think that would be a bad wish. Let me show you what that wish would look like. And so they have the opportunity to experience all these different wishes before, before they actually come true. So they get, you know, a, a bunch of opportunities and Rocky is like frightened throughout the entire, entire, all the, all the wishing process. So, you know, it kind of leads them on this adventure to thinking about what in their wildest dreams could come true and what's really, really important. And in the end, they, they're very generous with their wish and, you know, whenever I, I do a book, I, I think, I always think, what would be the most fun? You know, what, like, what would be really great? I always think, what would be the greatest thing ever? <laughs> right? Like, with Aqualicious, it's like, you know, meeting a mermaid, but not just any kind of mermaid, a mermini, like a, it's almost like a doll come to life, like a one that you could play with all day, you know, or, or what is it that you really wish for in life. I'm always thinking about that. What is it that you really want in life? What would be, what would be really fun? So I do ask myself that question constantly. I think it's a really good question. How do you answer that? I answer it in over 70 books. (laughs) (laughs) It changes every day. So like every, every book represents an answer to that question. You know, like this one just came out, which is, is Robopop. So, you know, wouldn't you want a robotic puppy? Totally. Sure. Right? Why not? <laughs> I think it's a real so, puppy in here somewhere. But. <laughs> so what would be your wish today? Anything could make, what, what could make your life better today? That would be the greatest thing ever. Well, it's talking to you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would your wish for today be? Zibbylicious, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> My wish for today would be, I guess that, all these kids would continue to get along in my house with a million kids over here. So yeah. I would say good mood delicious or something or yeah. Yeah. delicious, something like that. Fun delicious. Fun delicious, yeah. Hey, we just did it. We just came up with an idea for the next one. There we go. Yeah. Puppy delicious. <laughs> Amazing. So you've met I'm sure thousands if not, you know, hundreds of thousands of kids at this point. What have you learned from them? Like what were you surprised at? What are some of the questions that you've been asked? Like what What is it to have your finger sort of on the pulse of little tiny kids today? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, first of all, it is the greatest experience I have ever had in my life to be honest. When I did editorial illustration, I would do it and it would kind of go into this world of adults. <laughs> and maybe once in a while, I would get some feedback, like great illustration about how, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be eating that fish that has mercury, you, you know, like that, that would be the feedback that I would get. <laughs> that was a real illustration, by the way. Um, and so when I started doing work with kids, it just, it was just the most incredible thing I've ever experienced because kids connect with words. They connect with visuals and they're so expressive of their emotions. I mean, they let me know what it is that they like and why they like it and how it affects them. And so it's, it's really, it's really, really fun for me. It's very joyful for me to experience kids and especially like in in a group where they're exuberant and they're they're talking about things that they love I've never experienced anything like it it's really it's so miraculous to me some and they've inspired me in so many different ways I mean Emerald Delicious came about because I was at a book signing and all these all these kids were like you should do a you should do a book about the color green and you should do one about you know the environment and I was like okay well let me think like, what would that mean for Pinkalicious? Like what, what's important to Pinkalicious? So that book was actually inspired by kids. And then also when I began to think about it, so I grew up in, in, in Brooklyn and down in Dumbo, there was a city garbage dump and all the kids in my neighborhood used to sneak into this little section of the fence and climb all over it. And they filmed Kojak this whole TV yeah, show yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, it was like the worst, unsafe, most <laughs> unsafe place ever. You know, broken glass, rats all over, you know, homeless people. Like it was bad. And we would sneak in and we would, you know, one one of my friends found an old Wall Street sign. Like it was a treasure trove, but it was a disgusting dump. And I would always look at it and say, gosh, wouldn't this be great if this was a park? Like this should be a park. This would be really fun. We have nowhere to play. This needs to be a park. Well, now there's a carousel there. It's a park. It's an incredible 
park down under the Brooklyn Bridge where you walk and it's beautiful. So that that's a real life miracle that happened. So I thought about that and I thought about that in terms of Emerald Delicious, like Pink Delicious would want to turn something into a beautiful sparkly garden that, you know, sparkled like an emerald. So, so kids always ask amazing questions and they always give me great ideas. Wow. So do you ever worry about like, you seem so you, you like manifest all of these childlike exuberance, like that's in your personality, you can tell, right? So do you ever have a really bad day or a bad mood and you're about to do something related to the book and you're not feeling very pinkalicious at all? Or you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. I wrote a story, I wrote a story recently. <laughs> and that was part of the dinner table discussion. <laughs> and, and I, you know, it was a pinkalicious story and an idea for an early reader, one of the early reader stories. And I brought it up at the dinner table. And everybody just kind of stared at me. <laughs> and they were like, Mom. Like, what, what was that about? Like, where did that come from? Like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you, you're right. That, that would be, that would be something else. Yeah. I guess I just had to write it down and get it out of my system, you know? And I, I do fantasize about that, but I don't, I think I would get really bummed out and really depressed if I was writing. I'm very emotional right? So as much as I'm laughing, like I also cry a lot. Like if I watch commercials, I will cry. So if I wrote sad stories, I would be in a perpetual state of, of teariness. Like I would just be crying all the time, which would not really be good, good for me. You know, so I've got to do, or if I wrote horror, oh my God, I, w- I would be just afraid constantly. So no, it's, this is much healthier for me. <laughs> it's true. There's some children's books, no matter how many times I've read them, I cry every time. I can tell you like where on the page, it always makes me cry. So just to put myself in the shoes of that author, right, to have to read, maybe it doesn't trigger the same author the same way, but some of these books about growing up and waving goodbye and, you know, the oh kids, I mean, they just tug at the heartstrings. It's like crazy, but... <laughs> I, I do have to say, I cried a lot when I wrote Purplelicious. I was actually sobbing <laughs> because it's a really difficult, you know, it, Pinkalicious is suddenly, and this happened for real for my daughter. She was in school and the kids made fun of her for liking the color pink. And I was, I was really heartbroken to hear this. So I wrote that story and, and, and it, it's all about Pinkalicious coming to terms with having the courage to stand up for what she believes in when everybody else likes the color black, you know, everybody else doesn't like that color. They all like, can Pinkalicious stand up for herself and say, this is what I like. So I I do have to say, I, I did cry a lot during that. And so it was hard for me. I like how in that book though, you have her cope by writing. I mean, she keeps that diary in Purplicious, right? Unless I'm mixing up the books. No, you're right. right? So she writes about like how she feels about the color Monday and Tuesday and you see her like coping through writing. So I liked that. Yeah. You got to get it out of your system. I mean, it's true. It, it, it is so true. Even though I write these happy stories, like I said, I do write down things because I just have to get it out of my 
I don't want anybody to read it. Please. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I need to get it out of my system. So what advice would you have? So many people say like, I want to write a children's book or I have an idea for a children's book. And I actually do have a children's book coming out myself as I told you. I Congratulations. Know, I'm, so I'm so excited for you. I know, I really that am. is so wonderful. And I, I can't wait to read it. It's it's really, but, what's it about? But mine came about in such a random way. It's called Princess Charming, and it's about a girl who can't seem to find her thing and kind of lives in her older brother's shadow. And then eventually she realizes that she's known her thing all along. So oh, that's, that's the message. Good. And what a great title, too. I think that's wonderful. But I started it because my editor came to me and showed me a picture of this illustration and said, okay, well, would you be interested in writing a book? If this girl was named Princess Charming, what would the book even be about? And I was like, oh, yeah, let me think about it. And then like two minutes later, I'm like, okay, here's what it would be about. And she was like, great. Oh my God. So that's how it came to be. I love your editor. Crazy. Yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing. She's amazing. I adore her. But all to say, a million people ask me like, what do you do? Like, how do you sell a children's book? Because any parent who's read reads to their kids every night, ends up with ideas of their own. So what, what would you tell them? Like, do you, what advice would you have? Well, first of all, I, you know, look, the most important thing for moms is you have to be a careful custodian of your time. Mm. And that's a quote from another writer. Another wrote, writer wrote, you have to be, a, and I don't remember who, but she wrote, she said, you have to be a careful custodian of your time. And it resonated with me because we all take care of everybody else, right? We, we're constantly thinking about like, here you are, you're tired of me, you're working, your kids are having a play date in the background. You're worried, are they going to have a good play date? And then you're also probably thinking, what am I going to do? You know, like what's for lunch? What's for dinner? <laughs> you know, what am I going to do tonight? You're all, you're thinking about all of these things while you're talking to me. So, and maybe in the back of your mind too, you're thinking, can I get a chance to sit down and write a little bit, you know? So I think the number one thing is to just force yourself, force yourself to sit down and make the time for yourself and let everything else go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's okay. So the other thing I have to say is, and this is in terms of everything going to hell, is make a mess. This, we are also afraid to make a mess and the creative process is messy. It really is. It, it means if you're writing something, you might be looking at a thousand books, you know, you might be looking at a thousand pieces of artwork. You might have scribbles all over, you know, you might have papers everywhere. Just do not be afraid to make a mess. Leave it, allow it. It's okay. It is fine. So I think those are that's the two most important things that I can say. Just allow a mess because in your head, it's organized. Out here, it might not be. It's fine. I love that. That's so great. And there's certainly a lot of messes displayed in the pages of many of your books, <laughs> which I'll get, you know. I yeah, I'm, I'm always trying. It's funny because for the for the TV show, Pinkalicious and Peterific, when we work on episodes, I'm always like, this should be like the messiest room ever. Like this, this should be just totally trashed. And like, it should be so messy. And then the animators are always like, well, Victoria, that's a lot of work. <laughs> and we actually have to create that. And we actually have to then clean that up, you know, because they're making everything move. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, like three things, yeah. I can put three things up. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Well, 
Victoria, this has been so nice. Thank you for indulging me at the start by having all these random kids, two of mine and many others in- included in this that like made their day. And thank you for seriously the hours and hours and hours of time I've spent collectively reading all these books to, to so many of my kids. So I just, oh, thank I really you. thank you for enhancing my time with them over the years. And Oh, you're wonderful. It's truly a pink of pleasure. <laughs> It really is. Thank you. You're you're very you're clearly readerific mom. Oh, thank you. A readerific mom. That is the highest <laughs> praise. Use the delicious vernacular. <laughs> I love that. All right. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much, you. and we'll stay in touch. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.